Thanks, BarnDog97. When I'm not embarrassing the Bacon Wire brand by going one and five for the week, I'm Odell Bradham Jr. Guys, welcome back. Um, I feel I should address what happened last week in my comments. Um, allegedly, I – okay, not even allegedly. I guaranteed I would be going 5-0 and for the week, and that just wasn't even close. So I do have to apologize to our listeners. Um, I will be back this week with some much better picks, and we'll see if I have another guarantee at the end of the show. So, boys, let's kick it off. Um, joined by the usuals, and then we also have a very special guest. Uh, we have Couchburner. Um, he's joining us today to make some picks. Uh, great addition to the pod. So let's get this, get this thing kicked off. Um, what games do you guys like this week? All right, so I'll start. Um, this is my, my first pick here is, isn't a game. It's actually a prop, and I thought I'd spice it up. Um, I have AD to win the NBA Finals MVP at plus 185. He's coming off 34 points, nine rebounds, five assists. Um, I mean, LeBron almost had a triple-double, and I love LeBron, but if it's Anthony Davis's award to lose, I feel like, because who's going to guard him? Bam is hurt, um, and he just dropped that 34-point game, uh, and LeBron's odds are minus 225, so I like the plus odds. So AD I have as the NBA Finals MVP. Um, moving on to the next one, I have – uh, New Orleans minus four against Detroit. Uh, Michael Thomas is coming back. Kamara, uh, Detroit is terrible defense, so I expect New Orleans to win by more than four um, in an empty Ford field. Uh, next, I have Dallas minus four versus the Browns. Alden Smith has just been dominating four sacks in three games. Um, and then the Browns. Uh, Baker Mayfield hasn't really been playing well. He likes to turn over the ball. Uh, and then in the previous couple weeks, Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow went crazy. So I expect a big day from Dak and those high-powered receivers. So I like Dallas in that one. Moving on to the college ranks, I actually have Bama minus 18 versus A&M. Uh, A&M was very undisciplined against Bandy in you know, Vandy sucks. So you add to the fact that Alabama has the best offensive line and Najee Harris. So I expect them to kill them. Also, I saw this quote and it just made me want to run through a wall. It's Nick Saban also said the intensity dropped in the second half after their win. Um, they didn't cover last week, but I expect them to cover this week because the Aggies are just going to get pummeled. Um, Moving on, I also have – in the next one, I have Baylor minus three versus West Virginia. Um, the guy's name is Tristan Ebner, I think, and he had like four touchdowns. He's a Swiss Army knife, and West Virginia just allowed uh, two Oklahoma State guys to run for 100 yards apiece. So I like Oklahoma – or I like Baylor minus three. And then the lock. All right. I know no one likes Oklahoma – but I love Big 12 football because it's all gas, no breaks, no defense. Um, I think Spencer Rattler bounces back. Iowa State, I haven't really gotten over the Louisiana-Lafayette game. So I expect Oklahoma minus seven versus Iowa State. I don't care if they're wearing the all blacks this week. That's my lock. Oklahoma bounces back. Boys, what do you think? 
takes. I, I really like your picks this week. I, I agree. I think a lot of them are, yeah, not a lot that you can really go against in terms of trends or in terms LeBron, of just... potential to go undefeated yeah. for sure. LeBron got screwed in his mind out of the NBA regular season MVP. As long as he leads his team to victory, he's winning the finals MVP. I right. don't care what I don't. I don't care what Anthony Davis does. There's no way they're not giving it to LeBron. Right, but you got to think, think of the payout too. You got to think of the payout too because LeBron is minus two twenty five to win. Anthony Davis is plus odds, so it's also an odds play for me. Do I think AD is the favorite to win it? Not really, but I see that as the most profitable way to go. But I hear what you're saying, Mitch. It's but yeah. minus two twenty five compared to plus one. Yeah, yeah. The odds are definitely better on. Yeah, the odds are definitely better. But I'm just. I, I don't think there's a way if LeBron leads his team to to a win that they don't give it to him. I think people. I think even Anthony Davis would be like, what the, you know, would come out and be like, what the hell and, and whatever. But probably because he just wants to be able to win, you know, multiple championships with LeBron. So. Couchburner, as an NBA stand, what do you think? <laughs> oh, an NBA stand. Well, I think what Mitch said is right in the fact that, you know, if LeBron does lead the Lakers to the win, I think he's kind of like a shoe-in. I feel like that's, that's kind of the way it goes these days. You know, if LeBron wins the championship, he's going to win the, the MVP. You know, that's what I'm thinking. I would agree with Mitch in saying that. But, you know, Anthony Davis, with what she said with the – you know, the um, the odds that does work in your favor more so than LeBron does, but I just think it's LeBron's to lose, personally. Yeah. Um, going back to that Oklahoma pick you had, I also have Oklahoma minus the seven, seven and a half. And then in a, in a surprise turn, I'm also going to – I'm also on the over in that game. 63 and a half, what? I'm on the over. Yes, indeed. What? Indeed. Um, going into my five – for the week, uh, my sixth, I mean, technically. I'm going to take Philadelphia plus the seven against San Francisco. San Francisco, even though they just got some of their pieces back, they're still missing a ton, and the team they beat up on was the Giants. Um, I don't know how you can take that injured team and give Philadelphia seven points no matter how bad they've been lately. So that's where I start with. And then I'm going uh, New England plus seven against Kansas City. Um, We're still going back to angry Belichick trends. Um, as an underdog, 23-10, and 10, I believe, as an underdog against the spread in his career since 2003. Um, I'm going to play those odds in Kansas City on a short week. Going to college, I've got uh, University of Georgia minus 6.5 against Auburn. I think that Georgia gets JT Daniels or Stetson Bennett settled down in that quarterback role going against Auburn, who didn't really exactly blow the doors off a Kentucky team that's not really – didn't really look that great. So I'm going to take Georgia minus the six-and-a-half. And then I'm going to take Old Miss plus the six-and-a-half against that same Kentucky team. Even though they got their – even though they got destroyed by Florida, that Old Miss team looked like they are going to put up points. Kentucky looked like they were not going to put up points the rest of the year. It's just, just a field play for me. And then I'm going to go against – Against my second team, I'm taking TCU plus the 13 against Texas. Um, my feeling there is Gary Patterson, since joining the Big 12, is 6-2 and two straight up and against the spread against te- Texas. He gets that TCU team up 
and they go hard against Texas. And my bake, burnt bacon lock of the week is Navy versus Air Force under 46 and a half. Now, since 2005, there's been 45 games where either Army, Navy, or Air Force have played against each other. The under in those games is 35-9-1. So, no-brainer, burnt bacon lock of the week. Navy, Air Force, under 46 and a half. What are we I got? got it. What kind of feedback? You know, I got to admit, I'm absolutely shocked that you actually took an over in a game. I think that's kind of my biggest takeaway. But I, I do Thank love you. it. I, I think that, that a- game's just going to be high higher. I wish you guys would run your NFC East picks by the resident NFC East fan. <laughs> you nailed it last week. I, the Giants are terrible. They're fucking terrible. They're so goddamn bad. And then I don't like the Eagles either. I don't like anyone in that division right now except for the Cowboys. The NFC East has probably been – of the worst, NFC the worst division in, in the worst division in football for a while. I, yeah. I mean, uh, the only one that comes close, in my opinion, is uh, the AFC, the AFC East, the Patriots division, and they have the Bills now, who are solid. So, like, they have two teams. The Giant or the NFC East has only ever had recently, anyway. Uh, I mean, the Eagles had had one year, and then the Cowboys are perennially eight and eight. So, I mean, the AFC South has like Jacksonville and Houston, and they're, I think they're pretty trash. Yeah, but, yeah. But talk about South's Colts back, that to, way. back to Sean or back to Tutter's picks. Um, <laughs> I like actually Auburn plus the points. Uh, War damn Eagle. I think Georgia wins, but it's close. Georgia. I mean, they looked really bad. Uh, They're down to like their fourth string quarterback, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't. So, I imagine Auburn keeps it close. It's a rivalry game. And Sean hates Bo Nix. Like, yeah. Bo Nix is a great name for a Southern quarterback. Uh, Bo Nix blows I, I still think he's good. He won me money versus Oregon last year. So, I'm just holding on to that. And I think they beat Alabama last year. So, he's won me money twice. And I still believe in him. Plus, it's a cool name for a quarterback. Auburn against Georgia, since they beat them at the with that miracle play when they went to the national championship game, one and six against the spread against Georgia. Yeah, but this is COVID year. I don't think you can go with trends like that. Well, trends are something I can read, so that's what I'm going with. Fair <laughs> No, I like I like Georgia in that game, and I love the under because oh, of I learned the hard way last week. I bet on the over on Auburn, and I think it was Kentucky. And what I tell you, well, the end of the half there could have been fourteen more points there, but it just tomfoolery happening. Um, no, I'm give me Georgia this week, and whatever the under is, it could be like what is it forty forty two and a half. Give me one second, and I will tell you exactly what it is. It is 45. 45. Yeah, give me – I'll take the under there. So, of course you will. So, Mitch, you, do you have any NFC East games on your slate this week? I know the Giants, they have a pretty big – Yes, I do. I have, the, I have the Dallas game. 
Oh, that against uh, Cle- that's that's a game I'm really interested in because I mean Cleveland, obviously, it they're kind of a tough team to read, and I think they kind of match up well with Dallas in their ability to really run the football and just dump off these short passes to either running back and then try to get OBJ open here and there. Um, but I still like Dallas in that game, so I'm interested interested to see what you think. Well, since I talked about it already, I'll just start there. Burnt bacon pick of the week, Dallas minus four and a half, because the Browns are – I mean, they're the Browns. They're the doo-doo Browns. They're terrible. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're just not good. Um, Dak um, – I don't know. Dak did everything he possibly could last week against Seattle. Uh, he's my fantasy quarterback, so he pretty much single-handedly won me my fantasy matchup last week, so that was pretty awesome. And um, – you know, despite what Jerry Jerry Jones' dumbass says, talking about how Tony Romo would have made that play or whatever, like, how many times – uh, yeah, Tony Romo led a lot of comebacks in his day, but he also led a lot of freaking choke jobs. So, Jerry Jones probably just shut the hell up. Um, so, yeah, Dallas minus four and a half for a bacon pick of the week. Uh, I have the Colts minus two and a half. Uh, Baltimore minus 13. I just think they have a bounce back game after getting freaking pooped on by the Chiefs. I mean, most teams are going to get pooped on by the Chiefs. So, um, and then over to college, uh, I got UF. Oh, yeah, I got Florida versus uh, South Carolina over 57 and a half. Um, Oklahoma minus seven. I think they have a bounce back game. They got embarrassed last week, and I just think they're going to try and show that they're still solid. And then, uh, even though they didn't do it last week, they let Missouri. Uh, they let Missouri cover. I think Bama minus seventeen and a half. Uh, I think takes. It might have moved. It might have moved to eighteen from the time I looked. But it was seventeen and a half when I looked. But either way, um, seventeen and a half, eighteen. I think they cover it either way. A and M. Jimbo Fisher hasn't, you know, turned them around yet. Yeah, I think I think uh, to take a line from Cardi B, I think Nick Saban's going to dog walk Jimbo Fisher this weekend. <laughs> I really think that that's going to be a slaughter. Like, uh, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, like there's, it's really tough to kind of gauge anything more physically or mentally imposing than a Nick Saban team that's a little upset. So and that team is out it. for blood. And then we got to give a shout out to to Zanjo for the uh, calling Mac Jones not being replaced after Week One with Bryce Young. He did he did say Mac Jones would hold on to that job for longer than a few weeks. So he he yeah, was that's... right once. <laughs> hey, he got the uh, the Mel Tucker scoop too, though. Yeah, that's right. Uh, twice, twice, twice. Right, twice. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right, Jordan. Couch yeah, burner, so, what do you got this week? Yeah, please don't dox me, Mitch. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I got to start it off with some soccer picks. So, on Sunday, ah, we have it. my Bayern Munich playing Hertha Berlin. And uh, I just did, like, the midline for these bets. So, Bayern is minus 5,000 to win. Um, the last time they played each other was 4 nothing Bayern. And then, you know, they've, they've lost one game in 24 games. Um, they just won their fifth championship this year, so I got to pick them. Um, and then after that, I've got Manchester United versus Tottenham. And, uh, you know, I really like United on this one. They're minus 108 to win. Um, Tottenham playing their fourth game this week. Uh, they don't have Gareth Bale, and they don't have uh, another player, uh, Sun Hu Ming. You know, the MSU Tottenham fans might know who this is. But, uh, you know, but United, they're on their second game this week, and they haven't played since Tuesday. 
and um, you know they've got the goat Jose Mourinho. So I like them to win. I think it's going to be an easy game for them to win. Um, moving into college football, you know, a, a, an easy game to pick. I think Alabama wins easily against Texas A&M. Um, I don't think you bet against Nick Saban like at all. And they're they're minus a thousand to win. Um, their last game, thirty-eight to nineteen against Mizzou, and then like you know Texas A&M has struggled against Vandy last week. So I think that uh, I don't think it'll be close at all. Um, this game, the next game, Auburn versus Georgia, it was pretty tough for me to pick because, you know, I think both teams are really good. I actually think it's going to be the game of the week and maybe even it might even be the game of the, the year in college football, potentially. You know, don't, don't quote me on that. But uh, I think Georgia's going to win. I think it might be like a really like close game, like 23 to like 20. Um, you know, I know Georgia looked bad last week, but they did have 12 penalties last week um, and they still won easily. So I really think it'll be close for sure. But I think just Georgia has more of like what it takes to win than Auburn does. Um, moving on to the NFL, another really tough game for me to pick because, you know, I've got the hometown team and then I've got the team that I, I bandwagon. You know, I got the, the Lions and the Saints. Um, the line on this one is minus 210 for New Orleans. I think that gets close. I think that it's like it, it, it becomes smaller as the week goes on. Um, you know, Trufant's coming back. They've got a healthy, a healthier Kenny Galladay. I want to see them like incorporate Swift more into the offense, even though I don't really personally like him that much. You know, I, I want to see him like do more. But uh, I just think Michael Thomas coming back. They've still got Alvin Kamara. You know, Drew Brees got something to prove. I think they win. I think it's another close game. But I, I just think that there's just too much on the offense for Detroit to try to stop, especially with you know Okuda looking good for half against Arizona, but then struggling against like Scantling in Green Bay. Like why, you know? Um, and then I, my burnt bacon, my pick of the week has to be, you know, the Lakers sweeping the heat. Um, I don't think that you bet against LeBron James, you know, and I think that he's just got something to prove. He's got to prove that, you know, he can win against his old team. Um, he can win with the Lakers and prove that they're back to the powerhouse NBA team that they used to be. Um, and I, I just think that the Miami Heat players, like, they're too young. Like, they've got Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. I don't think they've got enough experience in these games. And with LeBron, like, they just carry so much experience. And then, of course, you know, Kobe, you know, should have been should have been Greg. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's my pick. <laughs> I gotta admit, I, I know nothing about soccer, but based off of your love of Bayern, uh, even though that value is like, I think you said it was minus five thousand money line. Yeah, that yeah. might be worth just throwing like a little I, bit I, of money at. It's, it's free money. It's, it's free money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Bayern they dominate the Bundesliga, and there's no Super other champs, competitor, right? huh? Super Cup champs, right? Yeah, yeah, they just won against Dortmund like usual. But uh, yeah, that's free money, pretty much. <laughs> so I'll have to definitely take a look at that. And I love your advice here. I've given out my number one gambling advice is never bet for or against the Lions. And I've I've broken that both weeks, but that's my number one advice. And yours of never betting against Nick Saban is something I also strongly believe in, and I think will come in handy this week. Uh, as I alluded to earlier when uh, Mitch mentioned it, but Nick Saban versus uh, Jimbo Fisher. That is, it's it's going to be ugly. It is going to be blood, ugly. It's a bloodbath outside of yeah. 
even going back to like, the only time Texas A&M has had a chance is when it was Kevin Sumlin and uh, Johnny Football ripping Johnny Football. off one, a one-off in the middle of a bullshit year, and that was it. And after that, A&M is – I don't think they've beaten Alabama since, honestly. No, it's, it's almost like a Minnesota versus Ohio State situation <laughs> where you have like this massive – Goliath, and then it's not even – they're not even facing David. It's somebody below David who can't even throw rocks out of a slingshot. So that yeah. is going to be I'm, – I'm excited for that game, though. I love watching Alabama play football. It's fun. The only, <clears throat> the only time I think I would ever bet against Nick Saban is against, like, Ohio State this year or, uh, or Clemson, you know, just because they've got experience mm. playing each other, and they're two great teams. Right. I think when it comes yeah. to the playoff, it's almost a crapshoot unless it's yeah. uh, 2015 – Michigan State versus uh, Alabama. Yeah, but I mean, you say it, <laughs> you, you say that, but it, it's been blow, it's been blowouts every year. Yeah, yeah. Usually that one versus four, it's almost guaranteed blowout. Um, now we move on to my picks, which are sponsored by Manscaped. Use code uh, promo code Bacon for twenty percent off. Um, I guaranteed a five and zero record last week, and. That did not happen. I went one and five, including my lock of the week. But this is a new week. This is a new me. Oh, so man. I am guaranteeing that I'm going to go four and two. Uh, I think that's uh, a little bit more reasonable for everybody. And it doesn't make me look like a giant fool. So my first pick of the week, um, I'm going with a Friday night game. I'm going with Louisiana Tech. They are 24-point dogs versus BYU. I don't like BYU. Uh, so that my bias played a little bit of favor in that. Um, so I really like uh, the Bulldogs in that game. My next game, I'm taking a page from Sean, and I'm taking the under in Texas versus TCU. Um, just that's just kind of a gut feel more than anything. My um, stud. <laughs> my stud. And then I'm going against my next pick. I'm going against our guy Pat Narduzzi. Pittsburgh's looked incredible this year. But I really like NC State as 14-point dogs. I looked at some metric, and really what advanced metrics show that they should be really only dogs by like 9.5, but we're given 14. So take, I'll take that any day, all day. Um, as we move to the NFL, I really like the Chargers as 7-point dogs. Uh, that's kind of my trend this week. I love the dogs. Um, Spartan they've dogs. really looked – yeah, Spartan dogs. So, I mean, they've – the Chargers, they've been an interesting case. They've looked pretty good. Um, they pulled out a win the other week. Uh, Justin Herbert looks like he actually could be a player, which is surprising to myself. Um, and then Tampa Bay, they haven't really looked the part. I mean, last week they jumped out to a huge lead, uh, kind of let the team crawl back in. Uh, I think that's going to be the case. Chargers are just a very talented team, well-coached. So, I like them. And then my last – uh, last pick for my bacon wire lock of the week is I like the under in the Detroit versus New Orleans game. Uh, surprisingly, I mean, you're not really dealing with two defensive juggernauts here, but just based off of the Lions kind of keeping games low scoring other than week two against Green Bay, I really think that they um, – and then I really think New Orleans is – they're going to run the ball with potentially the MVP of the league, Alvin Kamara. Um I really think he he might go for over 200 all-purpose yards. So that's another prop that people can keep an eye on. I really think he's going to – they're going to bleed the clock with him. And then my lock of the week is 
UCF minus 21. I forgot who their opponent is. I really don't think it even matters. That team is absolutely just dominant right now. They're so above their competition that it's they're going to try to claim another championship this year. That's the that, kind of where this trend is going. That opponent would be Tulsa. Yeah, so I feel <laughs> I feel confident with them at the twenty-one. So, so two things. One, Brett, um, didn't you make a bet with Sav about uh, going undefeated? Yes, and I did fulfill my side of the bet, and I will provide proof um, <laughs> later on. It was. I feel it's humiliating. Emasculating. <laughs> two, are I we? Had, I don't want to say I, – I want to say this, and then you guys can make fun of me. Uh, week one, the Lions should have beat the Bears. Week two, I think the Packers are going to make a lot of teams look like dog shit. Uh, if they beat the Saints this week, I uh, – back. No. Stop. No, 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 listen, listen. Don't listen. Say, I don't think they're going to – they're not going to win. But if they do, I might be back on the Lions this year. To okay, win so. six games. See, I, I could I could easily see them being like two. You two better pray that they lose this game because they I win this game. You they win they win this game. You're stuck with Quinn and Patricia another year. I know that's the that's what's bad. But see, I don't think so. I think they're gonna win like if they win this game, they're gonna win like seven games. They're gonna go seven and nine and get and another, not get the playoff and get a bit a bullshit pick. They're going to be in the graphic for in the hunt for like (laughs) the rest of the year. And that'll keep people in. Well, after this, we can hit the Valenti siren here. But um, (laughs) after reading an article by Matt Miller today and also doing some of my own investigative reporting, uh, I think he had the percentage of Matt Patricia being fired at 85%. um, That, and that's based on his very good Intel and just kind of, DMing some of the Lions reporters and kind of getting their gauge on things. They're kind of on board with that as well. Um, that, that 85% is probably maybe even a little low because, I mean, the, the expectation was to make the playoffs. So, like, it takes that seven night, it's not getting it done. A week four win against New Orleans, that's not getting it done. Like, this – Sheila Hampford, she knows that she wants to set her footprint different from her family. I don't think she's going to be successful in doing so. But if this team does not make the playoffs with the money they've invested and the high picks that they've acquired and used on guys that they probably shouldn't have, this is going to be ugly. So I really, I'm, I take some with you. I think if they win this week, they're going to be, they, they move themselves back into position to be a, a playoff contender. I still don't think they can get there, but in 2020, you never, you don't know. You don't yeah. know. I mean, this, this, this game, I'm going to call Ford versus Ferrari because Kamara is the Ferrari. Uh, you know, obviously the Lions are forward, but, you know, I really hope they don't win this week, obviously, because I bet against them. But I just – I think they need something new in this culture. Um, Kamara season, baby. Kamara season. He's, you know, <laughs> I, I need to look up the prop backs on him. Because he, he, might, he might go for, like, I think I said 200 all-purpose yards. Yeah. That might be long. He, he can easily get that. But – uh. I, I think that if they win this week, there's a very real possibility they go like eight and two or something after the bye. Um, I almost want them to do that and then fire them anyway, just like they did with Caldwell. Because I mean, like if you're gonna fire Caldwell, for wait, the wait, you think season, time out, time making wait, the playoffs, you have to fire Patricia. You think the Lions little, go little decorum? If they, 
if, no, if okay, they well, go eight, if you think if they win, they can go eight and two. I don't. Okay, I don't think they can go eight and two. But you know, I've heard people talk about how easy their schedule is, and I'm not. I don't. I don't know exactly how easy it is, but uh, I mean, it actually is. And really, it's 2020. It it is very. Yeah. It is very easy. Uh, it, after the bye, the Jags, Falcons, uh, Colts. So that might be a tough game. Uh, the Vikings will look terrible. Uh, the Washington football team is horrible. Uh, the Panthers are mid. The Texans are mid. The Bears, I don't care that they're three and zero, are dog shit. They're frauds. Um, Texans yeah. are uh, better than the Lions. Oh, Deshaun Watson mid is is aggressive. <laughs> I, I, just think they're, they're, I just He's think they're. I just think they're set up to be to be a win now not. situation. I don't think they're going to do Watson, it. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is no longer my second fantasy quarterback because he was mid. So. <laughs> Oh, but that's an Arley. Yeah, it's Arley. <laughs> okay. All right. So those are our picks for the week, guys. Do you have any final words or advice to our listeners as we try um, to win, try to finally win them some money? I got one. Don't jump on, on. Don't jump on the Lions bandwagon. Don't do it to yourself. No. I At got, the house on Camaro. <laughs> my last note is on Brett's pick: uh, LaTeX plus the twenty-four and a half. Skip Holtz as an underdog, Louisiana Tech's head coach at Louisiana Tech. He's 18 and 8 as an underdog. So that uh, bodes well for that 24 and a half against BYU. My bonus pick is Cardinals minus three and a half versus Carolina. I just think they bounce back after Kyler Murray. I don't know what he was doing. He had like, it looked like he could have thrown like five interceptions versus the Lions, but I think they bounced back and. Uh, Hopkins made this quote about uh, there's like plantations named after Hopkins and he's going to buy them all. So I think he, if he plays, is going to have a big week. So that's my bonus pick. Bonus pick, uh, bet Seattle any way you can. You want to bet, you want to bet the line minus six, bet Seattle. You want to bet the over 54, bet Seattle. Money line, Seattle. However you want to do it, bet Seattle. I love watching Seattle play. My bonus yep. pick of the week is Miami plus six and a half. Oh Jesus! It's plus six now, so you you can even you can make it better on yourself. Well, sounds like a I got friendly wager between two friends. Case wager. <laughs> <laughs> you think you think? What, I mean, I guess if Fitzmagic comes to play, like maybe. But if it's Fitzpatrick, then. I mean, Seattle's had all the turnover luck. They've had all the luck they could have in the world. It's got to come and they down have sometime. The, what second, third? They have the best player worst. in football right now. Russell, that, well, I'm just yeah. They have the second, maybe third best quarterback in in the league. All good things come to an end. Just they have DK the right Metcalf and Tyreek. Russell Wilson has God on his side. So <laughs> also, he has Sierra to go home to. Right. Uh, yeah. He's doing pretty well for himself. Boys, yeah. well, I'm looking forward to kind of seeing these picks. We have some really good slate of games this weekend. So, with that said, go green. Go white. Go, go sponge. All right. Go see sponge. You guys next week. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey. All right. Hey, hey. <laughs>